Alright, what's up? Welcome to a short, um, quick episode of Lunch Table Sports Podcast. Have not gotten to do this in a very long time. Been um, very busy with school, very busy with work, just a lot of things going on all the time. And uh, just makes it difficult to uh, have the time to do some of the things that you really like to do. But I'm going to try to hit it better for um, this NBA season because basketball is really um, the sport that I am the most passionate about, love watching it, love talking about it, love playing it, and um, there's always a lot to talk about with the 82-game season, so um, it's just kind of the perfect thing for me. But, uh, of course, today being um, November the 3rd on 2016, I have to give um, the baseball credit where it's due. Congratulations to the Chicago Cubs for coming back from their 3-1 deficit in the World Series and winning uh, the World Series against Cleveland Indians, the uh, first World Series in over 100 years, and I can not imagine how excited the city of Chicago is right now. I am not even a huge baseball fan, and I was kind of going crazy last night watching it just because um, I do like baseball, but it's not one of my favorite sports. drags on a bit, but I watched the World Series. I watched the playoffs, and uh, I, you know, I'm a big fan of um, the underdog, and the Chicago Cubs are just the ultimate baseball underdog. You know, they have been for years, over a century. And, uh, you know, they broke the curse, I guess, if you want to call it that. They finally got there. They finally won. And congratulations to them. I was definitely rooting for them. So uh, amazing historic baseball accomplishment there. And, of course, as all the jokes are going to roll in, another 3-1 to one lead blown. But this time not... Um, not by the team that Cleveland was playing, by Cleveland themselves. So, um, hence the memes. Roll the memes out. But, um, yeah, about the NFL, quick note on that. Um, this season is not exactly how anybody was expecting it to go. I don't think anybody expected that um, that Dak Prescott and Carson Wentz, the two rookie quarterbacks, would be taking the NFL by storm. And uh, and showing how ready they were to play, I I didn't I didn't personally think that Dak Prescott was this ready to play. Um, just from watching him and watching him in college, I thought he was really good. But I just thought um, personally that the style of play might not transfer. Uh, but it definitely did. He has the perfect offense for him. He's got complimentary players like Ezekiel Elliott, who's beasting it up as a rookie. That offensive line, of course, is doing work. His receivers are getting open for him, and they're, everybody is just working out really, really well. And, of course, with the Eagles, Carson Wentz coming from a Division II school, no one really knew how ready he would be, but he has clearly shown that it does not matter what school you went to. It matters how um, skilled and ready for the job you are, and he's definitely ready for the job as the Eagles quarterback. He's been doing fantastic. Um, a few other surprises I guess nobody saw coming. Of course, the Vikings doing so well, um, although they're falling off a little bit lately. Offense has really dropped in quality. Um, nobody saw, well, most people didn't see the Raiders doing this well. The Raiders are just kind of, uh, a lot of people thought they were going to be good. They were sort of one of the sleeper teams, the um, pundits and uh, people like that like to pick as the up-and-comers, but I don't think anybody saw them being um, this good, this quick, and of course, um, yeah, they're killing it, and obviously the Patriots, 
are right up there, number one team in the NFL basically every year, and Deflategate did the worst possible thing they could have done if you're not a New England fan, which is make Tom Brady mad. And, uh, yeah, he's coming for you. So congratulations, uh, Roger Goodell, for that. But um, about the NBA, which is what I really wanted to talk about, is about one week into the season, and obviously stats are pretty skewed right now, and they don't mean a whole lot, but they do mean something. There is obviously um, things that have happened that are huge storylines already. Russell Westbrook um, starting off the season averaging um, a triple-double about a week and a half in, and that is ridiculous. And this is basically what everybody was expecting him to do. But seeing it happen is still incredible. Watching him put uh, this team on his back is has been really amazing. Um, Damian Lillard, of course, is, is doing um, sort of the same thing, not quite triple-double, but um, he is definitely putting the Portland Trailblazers on his back because he always has, and... Um, He's always got a chip on his shoulder, and he is going to surprise a lot of people, I think, this year. Um, James Harden, as a point guard, is really working out. He um, he completely fits the Mike D'Antoni offense, and as soon as I knew he was going over there and they were getting the kind of shooters they were with Eric Gordon, Ryan Anderson, I knew this was going to work. Um, Steve Nash was the low-volume, high-efficiency uh, passing and three-point shooting point guard of the Phoenix Suns teams that Mike D'Antoni coached, and now he has a high-volume, high-efficiency scoring point guard with James Harden now that he has made that switch, and it is definitely working. He's so far averaging 32 points a game and 12 assists, um, pretty high in rebounds too, uh, around uh, 5 or 6, I'm pretty sure. And um, it... He's got that team rolling, and they look pretty good offensively so far. A train wreck defensively, which is what we expected, but he he looks amazing on offense. Um, LeBron James, of course, on another note, looks like he's is back. Um, we knew that based on the playoffs last year and especially the finals, but um, it's pretty clear that LeBron James says, I didn't go anywhere as the best player on the planet, um, so we have to take that into consideration, obviously. But... Uh, I guess the surprise player of the season so far it has to be Anthony Davis. We all knew he was as good as he is. Uh, and I guess we should have expected this with how bad their offense or how bad the overall talent level is uh, for the New Orleans Pelicans. But Anthony Davis is putting on the kind of performance that um, most people, except for maybe Anthony Davis himself, didn't see coming, averaging ridiculous numbers. Uh, 32 points, three blocks. He's very high in the rebound um, rebound leaderboard. Um, he, of course, started off his first couple of games. Um, crazy totals, 50 points, 45 points, 38 points. He's just doing this night in, night out. And he is New Orleans' basically only chance to win any games. And he's... He's really carrying that team, and unfortunately the talent around him is not enough for him to be the one carrying the team by himself because they aren't really winning any of these games. Um, But a little bit of a shout-out to Tim Frazier, averaging eight assists a game over there. Um, He actually looks kind of good. I don't know about starting um, guard 
in the NBA, but um, that is one guy on their team that has a lot of toughness and I think a fair amount of talent, and we'll see how that plays out for him. Kawhi Leonard, of course, is up there in the scoring um, scoring board like we expect him to be, and also up there in steals, averaging three a game. He's doing everything again for the Spurs. He's got the Spurs absolutely on a tear. They look amazing, and he is the main reason for that. Uh, uh, oh, another um, amazing storyline is Joel Embiid averaging uh, 2.6 uh, blocks a game right now. That is obviously really good. It's about a weekend, a uh, week and a half in, so it doesn't mean all that much. But just the fact that Joel Embiid is excelling at anything after missing two full seasons um, is incredible. He's averaging 17 points a game, six rebounds, and about three blocks, like I said. Uh, player efficiency rating of 23 is pretty good. And he's not playing a whole lot of minutes. The max amount of minutes he's played um, so far is 25. Oh, hold up. And uh, add came on real quick there. But um, he is averaging 25. Uh, well, the most minutes he's had in a game, rather, is 25. And um, that's not a lot. He could be um, doing a lot more with... More minutes probably, but of course want to take it um, slow after missing two full seasons, like I said, with foot injuries. So uh, all the best to him. Hashtag trust the process. Um, I love that he's completely embraced that whole scenario, and uh, he's going to be a good team leader for them. I really think he is uh, quite the talent, and back since his days in Kansas, I've been a big fan, so... I'm interested to see how that process is going. Also, glad to see Nick Stauskas is uh, looking like a legit NBA player for the first time since he came, uh, since he was going to be drafted out of Michigan. I've always been a big fan of his game. And Sergio Rodriguez is doing well. Maybe the Sixers really have something. I'm not a Ben Simmons guy, but obviously he is a great, great, great talent, and he will make that team a lot better when he's healthy. Um, I just don't personally care for his um, for his game, but um, I do have to acknowledge that he's very, very good. And the Sixers is a team to watch in the next couple of years. They're not going to be there right now, but they've got talent stockpiling, and once they trade away um, good assets like they already started with Jeremy Grant, they're going to probably continue with Noel and Okafor, I would assume, because why in the world would you keep so many guys at the same position when you could get something better for them, but you never know, it's the Sixers. Um, they, they really could be up and coming, like I said. I really think they'll be good in the near future, but just got to trust the process. That, that's all I can say about the about the 76ers. Um, Golden State Warriors, of course, everybody is, is, they're getting theirs. They're getting their numbers so far, but it hasn't been the absolutely dominating show that we expected quite so far but that is just something they're going to have to work out with with the give and take um with all the star players they have on that team and uh something Steve Kerr is going to have to work on with that offense making sure everybody is sharing the ball and putting everyone in the best position um to score and not just a lot of one-on-one play but I really think they'll figure it out because they're all smart they're all um they're all players that want to win, and in the end, talent talent will win out anyway. 
So um, I think this team is st- still has a chance to be historically great for years to come. So we'll see how that goes. But um, yeah, just wanted to throw in a really quick update of my thoughts of the NBA season so far through about a week and a half. I know it's a really short episode, but um, like I said, been really busy. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to throw out some thoughts in a really, really quick, short mini podcast. And um, I'd love to get back to it on a regular basis and probably do this sort of thing uh, more often, do a weekly um, sports update on just what is going on and what I'm thinking about it and that would be really cool to do so thank you to whoever's listening whenever and wherever and uh yeah thanks I'll be back